right, let's try this. Let's see if this works. Do we all yes! have seen this? That was pretty good. <laughs> that, that, that is... <laughs> I can't lie. Yeah, he's pretty good. Oh, you cannot deny my genius. All aboard! Hey! Hello, everybody. Cover him Hi. Up. Don't worry about him. Uh, welcome to episode 20, 20 of Where Streams Come True, the show where us at Studio 76 suffer through the entire good and bad of Disney Plus in a structured randomness order uh, for your and our enjoyment. I am your host, Collins, and joining me today are Sarah and Cameron returning. Hello. Hello. Last time you're going to see Sarah in a while uh, because yeah. we have to move back to school yeah. in a limited capacity. So it'll still be probably three people at a time, but we'll be in the podcast booth again. Which yep. We'll see how that goes. And this week we watched Frozen 2, the 2019 film by directors Jennifer Lee and Chris Buck. Together with Anna, Kristoff, Olaf, and Sven, Elsa faces a dangerous but remarkable journey into the unknown to the enchanted forests and dark seas beyond Arendelle in search of truths about the past. Now, initial thoughts. Have you seen this movie before? What was it like seeing it for the first time and now watching it again? Let's go with Cameron first this time. All right. I haven't seen this movie before. <laughs> okay. Let me, let, me just, let me just go Underwhelming. away for a second. The word I would choose here is underwhelming. You're going to have a lot of... Let me just uh, go away. So I am the swing vote. Hmm. I, I, I hope you know you've, you've broken my heart. Our friendship will never I know. <laughs> so this is it's your okay. first time? It's, it's good to have... Did you see the uh, first first movie? Yes, I did see the first movie, which mm -hmm. makes this one all the more underwhelming. Really? Yes. Okay. Well, we'll get. And into I will that. get into that. Yeah. I mean, I'll go ahead and go next. Um, <laughs> this is about the fourth or so time I've seen the movie. Uh, I missed it in theaters. Uh, saw it when it came on to Disney Plus. Instantly loved it. Uh, I like it much more than the first movie. Um, I've only watched the first movie like twice since it released. I think. Um, I don't know if this one just does so much more for me. And uh, um, let's see if uh, we get another crossover in Kingdom Hearts Five. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna okay. talk, I'm gonna talk about the uh, Frozen part of Kingdom Hearts Three. Uh, Is this something you feel compelled to do? Uh, just because I hate that it exists. Um, and just Kingdom uh, Hearts and going because we're on the same page. If that's the case, and going off of uh, more initial thoughts, uh, revisiting it again, like. Uh, there, there's something new that I get out of the movie every time I watch it, and uh, like the emotional parts get me every single time. Um, and yeah, it's good. It's a good. It's a good rewatch. Um, cool hour and forty five minutes, short movie. I think that's like the sweet spot for a movie. Actually, it's real mm -hmm. good. This this movie <laughs> does not waste any time. Um, could it be longer? I don't think it needs to be. Um, 
exactly Sarah. yeah yeah sarah your your initial thoughts yeah so for for whatever reason i was too busy to see this in theaters but i did see it the day it came on disney plus and then probably watch it every single week since then <laughs> although i did take a break uh when you found out we were doing it on the show. When I found you were going to do a Frozen wheel, I took. Right. I didn't watch any Frozen. And because it took so long, and we finally spun it last time, I hadn't seen this movie in like two months. And so it was very fresh, and I was very excited. And it is my favorite movie currently, and on my letterbox, you can double check. So I will try and not talk the entire time. <laughs> this is... Mm. Yeah, it's it's not my favorite movie. My favorite movie will and always will be Speed Racer, um, yeah, but it's yeah, up there. Yeah. It's gonna be. It's probably in the top five, along with like Treasure Planet and Dead Man's Chest. Mm -hmm. But uh, let's go ahead and get into the full review for a short movie. It's got a meaty review, so I will try and go through it um, as quickly and eloquently as possible, and then we will have time for discussion. The film opens with young Anna, voiced by Hadley Genaway, and Elsa, voiced by Mattia Conforti, playing a game with Elsa's snow creations in an enchanted forest of their own creation. King Agnar, voiced by Alfred Molina, and Queen Aduna, voiced by Evan Rachelwood, enter, and Agnar tells the girls he has seen an enchanted forest in real life. In his youth, he joined his father, King Runard, voiced by Jeremy Sisto, and other Arendellian soldiers to venture into the enchanted forest, where they came to know the four spirits of the forest, earth, wind, fire, and air. Suddenly, the forest inhabitants, the North Uldra, started attacking the Arendellians, and Agnar lost his father before losing consciousness. He recalls being saved by a mysterious being. After he finishes his story, Aduna sings a lullaby to the girls, and we get the first instance of all is found in the movie. Just have one, one thing. That's, no, those, yeah, that, those that, that, are not that, the that's right the elements. Is it not? Did I be mm -hmm. wrong? Oh, no. Do you, oh, I thought you missed Earth, but that was the first Earth. Earth was the first one. Yeah, Earth, Fire, Water. Sorry, I thought you didn't say Earth. I'm sorry. No, okay. no, was, was it just me or like in the beginning of the story, did you get like some serious like Avatar vibes? I mean, when you're doing something with the elements no. that is bound to happen. It's like it's the four elements and they were using them and I was like, bending? Well, no, I'm not bending. They, uh, he explicitly yeah, none of them says that. Yeah, and then they magical. were just like, no, they're not magic. We're taking advantage of the forest. I'm like, okay, mm, well. Yeah. They're like... The other Avatar vibes. <laughs> Somewhat. I couldn't... Yeah, there's no... Yeah, I don't know how to... I was going to try and make like a D&D &D, an analogy for the North Hulder, but well, they really use fits. Like they use the stone giants to create a bridge for someone to walk over to right, Pete. And like go across the river with the uh, water mm -hmm. horse thing. Stuff like that, yeah. Stuff like that. Sure. Um, I be uh, Similar to the first movie, opens in a flashback. The child actors are very mm -hmm. good. Yes. Surprisingly. Uh, I really hated young Anna. <sighs> young She's Anna supposed is, to be annoying. She's so she full of energy. She is adorable. No. Yes. She's precocious. She's uh, one of yeah. those like kids that like when you go pick your kid up from like daycare, you're just like stay as far away from that kid as possible. Like you don't enter the room until they're over there playing with the toys in the opposite end of the room. And then you go pick up your kid. You had a very nope. different experience with the daycare than I did, Cameron. They're the one that comes up to the adults and tells them how they've made a dirt soup, and I, like, try some, and then you say no, and then they eat it. 
what you t- I mean, I maybe I maybe I was that kid because I don't you, remember you any were. of this. Yeah, possibly. Hmm. Um, the gosh, uh, we'll be we'll be touching in on the the making of documentary a bit because it does fill in some gaps. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. Anything else about the opening? Very good. I love the musical I, number. Oh yeah, oh, the lullaby is fantastic. Got, yeah, yeah. Bring out your notes, Sarah. You've got. Stuff I have to six talk pages about. of notes, and I do not want to take the entire time. I will well, say you, first that I I think Agnar is a little. Well, I found on second viewing to be a little pretentious because he's sitting next to his wife, who is from the Enchanted Forest, and he's like, "Here's my experience. Here's why I should talk." That to is you. one thing that confuses me is like when when in the timeline does the 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 flashback we see later of her telling him about herself like does that happen before or after this because it seems like he does not know anything possibly possibly yeah i always thought that it was like as they were like courting because they looked younger kind it's hard to tell when they're made of snow yeah Um, it is Anyways, yeah, the lullaby, if I can go into my notes. Go into, yes, first... sir. I'm going to, if you don't, I'm going to go into the next part of the movie, so. Okay, okay, no. The, <laughs> the lullaby is the first of three times that I've found that the plot is laid out on, a, like, a plan. Like, here you go. Here's the yeah. plot. Here's ex- everything that's going to happen. Like, dive deep into her sound, and I looked up what sound means, as in, like, the body of water refers to an inlet connecting wider pieces of water bridge right we'll get into bridge stuff later anyways um and then the the lullaby transitions into present day right when we get the title card yes and then the mother is she's still singing and it says uh come my darling homeward bound when all is lost and all is found like she's She's saying she's the spirit. She's the one. Yeah, it, it literally says like, um, like whereas like where the North women see like there's a mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a mother. It's like it literally like just gives out that plot point that the, that mother, the mother is the is voice. In, yeah. Holland and, and I will talk more about when all is lost, all is found later. Right. I think I know where that goes. Um. So if if we don't have anything else, we'll. Uh, fast I have forward. one quick thing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> When I did the flashback, I thought it was kind of funny. The, he was like talking about like how they got ambushed or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brutal battle, and you just see the people like smacking sticks together. And it was like, yeah, it's like, not a fair fight. No, they've got staffs, and the other people have swords. Like, oh no, they attacked us. Swords and armor and shields. Um, yeah. Very ironic. Yeah, who else called that the uh, sinister looking king instigated the whole thing? <laughs> I didn't really put myself in either I I was like hmm interesting I, I called that it was him immediately he's like <laughs> this big imposing guy with this bushy mustache and he's like um, stand in line to his son and like that's mm-hmm. true he is very he just he looks he looks like a bad guy and I was like I I didn't uh, tag Hans uh, in the first movie until it was too late. And I, I'm not going to mm-hmm. make that mistake again. I know who that <laughs> guy is. Um, very similar. Somewhat, not really similar to this. Anyway, uh, we'll, we'll fast mm-hmm. forward. One, one other thing I wanted to say is, um, I don't know if it's a pet peeve or I just don't understand the story well enough, but it kind of feels like 
this movie does a lot to make the parents nicer than they were in the first movie or at least give context it, to it they didn't have Possibly. a lot of screen time in the first one no i think it humanized them a bit it humanizes that's the word i was looking for humanizes them a lot because the first one they like the joke was that they were terrible parents because they just locked their kid in the room that's true yeah but like with the given context of the mom being north Aldra and stuff like that like i can i can see why i don't that actually that would make that makes me more confused because if she's Rothaldra, she would understand the whole elemental well, weird crap more. But, but if everybody knew that the daughter was magic, they might piece together that the mom is Northuldra and they think the Northuldra are their enemies. I don't, if I was a mom, I'd be like, let's go take a walk in this forest and maybe we'll figure but this out. They can't get, they, they, they they can't can't get in. in. Possibly they tried to get in. Who knows? Well, yeah. I don't know. I think it's just... <laughs> Parents that are overwhelmed in that instance yeah. that were but trying we're not, their best. We're not going to talk about Frozen 1. Um, yeah. We'll fast forward to the present day. Elsa, now voiced by Adina Menzel, hears a melodic voice calling out to her, but nobody else can hear this sound. Anna, now voiced by Kristen Bell, joins Olaf, voiced by Josh Gad, outside as he contemplates the changes around him. Anna isn't bothered by the changes because she has all the people she loves. We get the Something's Never Changed song, which... I will get to that later. Uh, meanwhile, Kristoff, mm-hmm. voiced by Jonathan Groff, tells Sven he's planning on proposing to Anna. First time I watched this movie, I didn't like Something's Never Change. Like, it didn't get me. I thought it was a dumb song and kind of a waste of time in the movie. Second time mm-hmm. around and, like, third or fourth or whatever, it, it definitely grew on me a lot. I think it's, 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 it's funny. It... Um, has like all these little short vignettes that are pretty good because the whole the whole thing with mm-hmm. the song is the song is, is about something's never change but every shot is something changing like the, mm-hmm. the tree getting chopped down the wall crumbling um the house being built uh that they walk through and there's like some sort and of like fall is the epitome of change yeah autumn it's like a there's like a fall feast type thing going on in town mm-hmm. which I'm, I'm fine that they didn't like um exposit what the that event was or what holiday it was supposed to be because it doesn't I really imagine matter. it's probably a harvest festival yeah because they had all the pumpkins and stuff and yeah be my guess yeah um definitely think that Olaf is actually funny in this movie. I think he was kind of annoying mm-hmm. in the first one. Yeah, I wrote um, down his quote, you're older and thus all-knowing. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's going through this period of, of maturing and like, because he's a... He's a like snow, two years old. He's a snow person that gained sentience in the last movie. And it seems like he's been probably reading. Yeah, so like there's, there's a line this... where like, oh, this is so much easier since I learned to read. Yeah. Like he's, he's doing having charades. to develop like fast track develop because he just like just became alive and had full sentience and thought and mm-hmm. just coping with that. <laughs> I don't know. I, like I don't know. Him. I still think he's kind of annoying. Well, <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, I definitely came around to him in this movie. I don't know if there's um, any jokes that I rolled my eyes at from him there's definitely ones that i didn't like laugh at but i don't think there's any jokes that i was like <sighs> yeah yeah this movie i will one. say is is a more mature version than the first because they tried to grow 
it yeah. with the audience that was a child that were children in the first mm-hmm. yeah, when they watched the, the first movie. The, the jokes are just a lot more clever with Olaf in this. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, the old one had like, I can't find my butt. Oh no. Oh, there's my butt. Uh, and this one, like when um, the the Northoldras see him, and like it's the first time they see a living snowman, and he's like, "Oh, so I so I just find clothes restricting." Like that's a clever joke. Yeah, that one's funny. Anyway, um, well, yeah, that's about it. I can um, talk. Of- yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yes, go ahead and talk. Sorry, is that it? Um, Shut up, Cameron. <laughs> no, this I think this is a really interesting song because it sets up this naivete about you know, that all the problems are over since the first movie. They've solved mm-hmm. everything. They don't think they're and getting a sequel. Yeah, Anna is happy. And I because everyone is with her. Right. And there's a status quo that's established. And um, she, like, when she, at the end, when they're, like, holding on tight to you and holding on tight. Like, right. she just wants to physically hold this moment. Because everything is perfect. Because right. right now she, uh, like she, she, she mentions it in one line. She has everything that she wanted to have from the first movie. Mm-hmm. Um, like all of the, like she has a the love interest. Open. The gates mm-hmm. are open. She's with her sister. Um, like all of the check boxes that she had in the first movie are crossed off. Elsa obviously isn't in the same situation. <laughs> what her, what, what her wants were in the first movie were never fully realized but Anna's definitely were yeah there's another line um that the the chorus sings that says we'll always live in a kingdom of plenty and yeah. I think that's when I knew things were going to go and wrong. our flag will always fly our flag will always fly it's, okay the flag the is literally the first thing to get. Yeah. yeah it's like that's the naivete is is that right there and then at the end of the movie, the the fla- the wind comes back and the flag starts flying again. Flags flying. I noticed yeah. that shot. I don't know. Cameron didn't the notice any of up. this because Cameron's not. Look, we <laughs> talk about this song. This yes. song felt so out of place in this movie because they start the movie like, oh yeah, everything's all happy, something's just never changed, whatever. And it's like you don't have to establish the fact that she got everything that she wanted out of this movie. To mm-hmm. be fair. That was my thoughts the first time I watched it. That's that's and why then, this is very interesting to me. And then afterwards, that. I just I was just like, you know, it's it's just it's a fun song. And you're just gonna need to watch okay it at least five more times, Cameron, um, and then you'll enjoy the song. I did have one yes, thing before you one move more on. Thing? Okay. Is Christoph buys a get used to it, Cameron? Christoph buys a store. Uh, uh, goes to into a store and he buys like a neckerchief and he buys a book. And I've always just assumed it was the dating tips book because of what they're singing about at the time. Yeah. I just thought that was interesting because it's never seen again. It's never shown what book it was. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Later that <laughs> night, the gang plays charades together, but Elsa hears the voice calling out to her again. Distressed, she leaves the room. Kristoff tries to find a good time to propose to Anna, but she's more concerned with how Elsa is acting. After reassuring her sister she is going to be fine, they go to bed. Um... So are we going to have the argument about the mint now or later? About him eating, eating the mint mint leaf? Yes. I Collins think we can skip up. What, 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 what did I used to think? You used to think it was not mint. Oh, I thought he was just eating a leaf from eating just a, a plant. Leaf. Yeah, from like a house plant. <laughs> um, I okay, thought, I'm glad you're on my side now. Yeah, yeah. Having it be mint makes sense. Yeah. 
Um, I also but, noticed you can see the lieutenant's picture behind them. Right. The yeah, you can see Matthias in the background, mm -hmm. which is pretty cool. Some foreshadowing. And if there are any weak scenes, charades is kind of, I, don't, I didn't find it that funny. Mm -hmm. A little bit. No, like the Olaf stuff was kind of funny when he's like just shape-shifting. And I noticed that Sven is uh, like dinging the bell when the timer's up. And while mm -hmm. they're playing, he's just off the side, just laser focused, looking at the um, hourglass. I didn't notice that. Yeah, he's just like looking at it. He's like licking his lips. <laughs> That's funny. He's just like not paying attention to anything else. It's really funny. You got, you got a reindeer in your living room. Only, yeah. only this, it's Disney rules. He's a very well trained one. Yeah, it's Disney apparently. rules. I do think it was probably a mistake to have El ice as as a charade thing like i would have thought anna would think that that would trigger elsa it it's not the reason that she or maybe she charades. was doing it because she was trying to cheat well i mean at this maybe, point it's maybe. her right because she accepted no. her power no but it is the one that she ends charades on <laughs> i just thought it was interesting i can't i can't can see how she like what what she was trying to get across like it's flat and like balancing or ice skating she was like miming at one point also, i really feel, feel bad for her and the fact that like later in the movie it's like charades with thursday night i'm like do they have any other games i mean this is isn't this like the early 1800s the answer is no they have a camera that shows well, up yeah that's her. that was developed a few a few years before yeah. the civil war but i feel like there were, it might be i feel like they yeah, were don't even interesting games than charades back then don't even like, get me started on the camera just oh, oh no you have I an will, issue with the camera i will defend the camera in this movie because no of way. its time period i'm googling when frozen 2 takes place as okay. we speak they have swords and shields but they no. still mm -hmm. build their houses out of rock and they somehow got a freaking camera. But they don't use guns. Yeah, they don't use I guns. Think, I think like, Disney really animation cannons? is probably the reason. I like on the sh did the ships have there cannons? were can there were cannons on the ships, yes. Okay. Just not firearms. Hi, kitty. Um, yeah, yeah. Imagine if yeah, in Frozen One, Hans comes up the stairs with a blunderbuss and. I think they probably thought in children's animation. Yeah, probably not. Not probably to have no guns. guns. Mm, I don't know. You could have at least Maybe. tried to make it a little more. I think there's guns in the late 1860s. Yes, after the Civil camera. War, where there were. This were takes cameras. place after the Civil War. Yes. No in way. In a version of the world where there are not those problems, in, uh, where they have a multicultural Sweden. Yes. Yeah. Where Tangled takes place. There's guns in Tangled. Not really. Maybe. Are there? Oh, yeah, there's guns. Pretty sure. Yeah, there's, there's guns. guns in Tangled. Yeah, and uh, yeah. there. Yeah, there. You can't have an issue with it because they show be up. Yeah, because uh, a uh, um, Tangled Lady, uh, um, <laughs> Rapunzel shows tangled up. Tangled Lady, yeah. She, she has a cameo on the first Frozen, so of course there's guns, just not in Arendelle because. Yeah. What? She has a cameo? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. she's. In the the scene where they're all going to the coronation, yeah, they're the going coronation in the gates, scene. and El and Anna is running out during her song. Yeah, uh, about the Rapunzel, gates being Rapunzel and Flynn are there. It's in okay. one scene. It's blink and you'll miss it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I probably blink. So that is a long time. 
Mm-hmm. Um, well, maybe Got her short I mean, brown it's, po- hair. it's possible that the Arendellians do have firearms. I don't know why this is a discussion. Um, but when we <laughs> Cameron when we brought see, it up, <laughs> the only time we see weapons used um, are um, they were smacking sticks together in that forest. They, yeah, they, and those people are from thirty something battle. years ago, before guns. <laughs> Not before mm-hmm. guns. Sorry. Before I don't know. Cameron. Okay, it doesn't matter. I'm moving on. Yes, the voice this is a fictional. This is uh, work of fiction. We get we get the um, lullaby again, except Kristen Bell sings it this time. Um, the voice continues to call Elsa through the night, leading her to leave her room and wonder what it is that's calling her and how she wants to learn more about it. We get into the unknown song. The magic around her shows her images of mysterious creatures. Suddenly, Arendelle begins to experience strange occurrences. Well, firstly, it's not listed a thing, but crystals raining from the sky. Then, yeah, that definitely <laughs> killed somebody. Um, oh, I've got thoughts about that. A strong wind blows into the kingdom. The water from the fountains drains out. The fire from the lanterns goes out, and the earth begins to tremble fiercely. Elsa helps leads the citizens to higher ground. Yeah, like I was thinking, like there's livestock and stuff. So I'm thinking about like a, a sheep or something in a field, just yeah, <laughs> just getting impaled. A, a cow with a piece of crystal just going through its head. Yeah, probably. I like to think that they were harmless but that's just me i think it's funny if cows died (laughs) but probably probably not it's magic they are are all indoor animals yes perhaps they were in the barn perhaps they were in the barn (laughs) i think it's Um, sorry yeah no you can go you have a lot Um, more notes than me Yes, but I want to make sure you have you can talk. I'm glad that the movie didn't have everyone instantly blame Elsa for what happened. She doesn't get any flack for the opening of this movie, and I was like, we don't, because that would be like treading old ground again. Because it's like, oh no, the queen's gone mad or something. I was fully expecting that, especially with the ice raining from the sky. But Mm -hmm. they were just like, okay, that was weird. Like whatever, weird stuff keeps happening. Let's see what you're gonna do about it, huh? Farindale. <laughs> um, so let's talk about this song real quick. <laughs> yeah, into the end. I'm ready. Let's go. Okay, so talk about it. it's not the best one in the movie. No, it's not. And <laughs> there's the second more best. reasons why. I'll get back into it when we get to the end Very of the best. movie. Um, but there's a point. Just like when she's singing the song, yes. she's like talking about how she doesn't want to listen to this voice yes but her actions aren't matching what she's saying yes and she doesn't have it doesn't look like she's actually like compelled into it hold on now let me finish my thought so she doesn't look like she's like compelled or like drawn in like two different ways in the song um i think it's more the directing not like the acting because i think she did a pretty good job acting but it's just she didn't look like she was really trying not to listen to the voice even there was a point where she was like i'm not gonna listen to this siren siren voice or whatever and then just like at the end of the song she wakes up the freaking spirit of the lake and then goes oh well i thought it was the right thing to do and i'm like what okay anyway you can go yeah no i definitely agree with you it's taken me several watches and still there doesn't i will say that doesn't totally feel like there's enough impetus for her to unleash the spirits. I'm still confused but, if she did it consciously. Well, she talked to Anna like she did. 
Yeah, like I awoke the spirits. Like it kind of looked like you were just like caught up in the moment, and then yeah, crystals <laughs> appeared. Like mm-hmm. I don't, I don't feel like she's like okay, I'm gonna awake the spirits. I feel like she just like followed the voice, did a thing, and then realized what happened. Yeah, I like, think. Uh oh. <laughs> It's hard to explain what how it makes sense to me, but she, she does talk about how her magic knew that, that this was a good person that was calling out to her and that she needed to do that. Right. So it kind of feels like she was doing, she was expressing herself. And if I can go back, she talks about how she doesn't want to mess things up, but a part of her right. is like her magic is growing. And like the whole point of the first movie is it was she cut loose for the first time in her life and felt mm-hmm. so free and it, she's kind of bottled it up again kind and this is it. another time where she she like she goes she's arguing with herself in the movie and she finally cuts loose and, and releases the spirits is the mountain she goes to in the first movie it's in the same direction as the forest isn't it because they pass they, it they on pass their way it. there mm-hmm. so maybe that's part of it of why like why she felt so free and why she went in that particular direction the first movie she does go down the same staircase that she does in the first to escape across the lake there's there really isn't any other way to go though because like they're like right off the water so Mm -hmm. i think the way to go would just be like right up the mountain just i was just trying to make a connection (laughs) uh that's probably not there it's definitely not obvious and you know it's it's kind of interesting every time i watch watch it notice them past the north mountain I would be surprised mm-hmm. if the director had that connection. They were like, yeah, totally. They were close to the forest. Although that, that, that's a re- I that's mean, she's outside of Arendelle. It's absolutely a retroactive connection. Like, they didn't have that in mm-hmm. mind when they made the first movie because they didn't think they were going to make a second one. Like, the, mm-hmm. like they, they've said, like, when they were like, doing the behind-the-scenes stuff of the first one, of like, no, yeah, we don't know where our powers come from. and That's not a thing we're going to answer. Then they answer it. Kind of. Yeah. And kind I like of. how yeah. the answer... Um, subscribes to the uh, the Bionicle philosophy that water and ice are two different elements. <laughs> yeah, that's it's interesting. It doesn't go as far to say that sand and earth are two different elements, though. You gotta bring Bionicle into this because there's well, uh, because I mean, she's, bring she's Avatar, the fifth. So she, yeah, fair. she's the fifth that, spirit, and it's ice. That is also the case in uh, Naruto that ice is a different element from water. Yeah, it's confusing. Kind it of, is but. in a different state. It's in a solid form versus a yeah, liquid form. It's still water. Yeah. Yeah. That always bugs me. No, but the, the, the sand and earth Anyways. thing is even worse. Yeah. It is. Because that's not, it's, it's still technically that's the same state. <laughs> that's, that's just, it's the same thing. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. but one's brown and one's black. <laughs> needed to sell one more Anyways, toy, didn't you? Anyway, yeah, pretty much. Um, so I think it's crap happens. Really interesting. We get some good um, Olaf jokes with the. Uh, can can we back up, please? Yes, we can. Well, I just want to talk about the the second time that the plot is laid out, right? Which is when she is doing her magic on the lake, and it shows all of the elements in the order that they are encountered in the in the forest. Oh, really? Um, it does. Go go through it. Well, the, the fire spirit kind of does its bouncing. Th- well, no, sorry. The Versus air. wind, yeah. Yeah, that one is not as obvious because it just looks like snowflakes. Then it's the fire oh. bouncing around her. And then it leaps up into the water spirit. And then it goes into the earth, earth giants. Spirit, which is the order they're, enca- they're, well, not necessarily encountered, but it's the order they're 
dealt with in the movie. Yes, you're right. Because they do see the they earth see giants the before earth they giants take before care they... of Right. Yes. Um, and same like with, with um, Airedale itself, um, it's, you know, hit yes. by each one in the same order. In the same order. Mm-hmm. Which, I, I think that's cool. First the it's wind like, goes cool, out like, and the ma- fire ma- goes Magic out. stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Is, that, mm-hmm. is that all? Olaf gets yeah. um, icicles put into his head like... and stuff. Controlling what we can when things seem out of control. I feel like that's such line, a great line. That was a great line to have <laughs> in 2020. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's sort of the children's perspective, a lot of this movie, I think. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because the kids just, like, occasionally say something are out like, of their house in the middle of the night. Wise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and we we go to them on the weird cliffside thing. Uh, the gang mm-hmm. meets with Grand Pabby, voiced by Syrian Hines, and the other trolls. He tells sisters that the spirits of the Enchanted Forest are angered over a wrongdoing that must be corrected, or else Arendelle's future will be in jeopardy. Elsa decided she must sit off on her own to fix it, but Honor refuses to let her go alone. Naturally, Kristoff, Sven, and Olaf join as well. I do... One of the jokes I always get caught off guard by and laugh at is when... Is it Honor or Elsa? Where it's like, I was like, uh, Christoph, Sven, we're like, we're going. And Christoph's like, I'm not comfortable with that. <laughs> when Anna says she's taking Sven in the sled. Oh, right. Yeah. She, she's like, yeah and he's just like, no. <laughs> my sled, my reindeer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also, Christoph, my, my girlfriend. <laughs> Christoph just gets drugged around so much in mm-hmm. these movies. Like, this this poor 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 boy. Nothing nothing that happens is his fault, and he just <laughs> stuff just happens around him, and he has to deal with it's it. It's true. He's so he's just he's a reactive character. He can't really impact the story. I I said this to Sarah the first time I watched the movie. Um, this scene has a lot of energy, and this movie, like in general, but particularly the scene of like uh, for those of you who play D anD D, when you go from like the first adventure where it's like levels one through five and everything's brave and new and then you go into the second part uh where you're like five through ten and that's this movie where like things get weirder um things get more dangerous and everyone's sort of like are we doing this again <laughs> and that's sort of like yeah. christoph he's like uh really do we have to go or or um who says it um it's at the end of the movie where um I believe Olaf. Olaf is like, is, is it putting us like, in mortal danger going to be a regular thing? Yeah, it's like it's the it's the Even moment where they Elsa realize in we're in a sequel, aren't we? Yeah, Elsa says she's had her adventure. She, yeah, it's like yeah, like we we've done it. It's like nope, you're getting a sequel whether you like it or not. And when they're on that cliffside, <laughs> they're like, oh boy, we have to we're doing this, aren't we? Like. Yeah. <laughs> I do think it's interesting that the elements pushed everyone out of the uh, yeah. town, knowing that it would be flooded. Mm-hmm. Even though, spoilers, it isn't. But I mean, we're we'll talking about stuff the from the end of the yeah. movie interchangeably. So it's it's fine. Um, I've decided at this point that if you're listening to the podcast, you don't deserve to be held held from spoilers. It's on it. Disney Plus. I mean, yeah, watch if you're, and then if you're watching the podcast, this. You're listening to this podcast. You've already watched the movie, or, you or you're care. here for the spoilers. Like yeah. my dog, mm-hmm. the thief. I'm not expecting you to watch all of our movies. I would like. <laughs> Shockingly, I have not watched that. Along. 
it's not good. Just, just, just listen to the, the podcast. And yeah. yeah, don't the podcast. There's a there's a Jesus Jesus analog in it, and it's very weird. So good, I love it. <laughs> I'll never and forget Jesus dog for the longest <laughs> long as I live. I will never forget it. Um, and I went to sleep a couple nights ago and was like, oh yeah, Jesus dog exists. Do we want to? Jesus wanna, dog saves. Do we want to ever <laughs> so briefly touch on the conspiracy theory? that uh grand Pobby brainwashed hans to kill elsa in the first movie that was a fan theory that i w- was on board with I, until this came out i still think because, the trolls are sketch i don't think this like, redeems is it, anything that they could have done in the first movie it's still a possibility like, they wanted chris they wanted Kristoff to be with anna and get pitched so badly they because hans has kind of a a total 180 of personality after the trolls are introduced Mm -hmm. but it's still just and like him killing elsa and anna wouldn't make him king because of how the Mm -hmm. the the, uh, monarchy works yeah unless you're a blood relative it doesn't go to you prince like prince charles for example (laughs) i think (laughs) that's what i'm thinking of right where he's like you're on the right track he's like 27th in line even though he's married to the queen Mm-hmm. Anyway, is that something? Um, ascendancy, yeah. Yeah, uh, talk about it in the comments if you think the trolls are evil. Um, um, they definitely, like, Poppy. What did, what did I write? Did I write down something about him? He has some. He's got some weird energy <laughs> in this. Uh-huh. Um, but, uh huh. But the Sarah, you have notes. The plot is laid out again. I do. Yes, this is the third time the plot is laid out where he says that you know there's a checklist that a wrong demands to be righted. The past is not what it seems, uh, and there's no future if it's not resolved, which on this time I kind of took to mean because both sisters leave and are trapped in the forest. If they were to fail, Arendelle would have no And they wouldn't be able to go back into the town. No. Because there's no water or lots of wind. That's true. The elements would be gone forever. They would have to abandon Arendelle. Yeah. Well, so. Also, the elements stopped after the first attack. I mean, they. I. I my. My guess is they probably do that again if you tried to go back. Okay. Like, no. I was like, <laughs> anyway, we are um, like still anyway, in the first act. Anything yeah, else important, Sarah? Before I move on. No, keep going. Awesome. Everyone travels far from Arendelle until they eventually reach the outside of the enchanted forest. Everyone, meaning the main characters, which is surrounded yes. by a gigantic missed straight out of Christmas Strahd. Um, they are pulled inside and find themselves unable to get out. The group gets separated from each other, with Olaf wandering by himself and not understanding the weird things happening in the forest. We get the When I Am Older song. Samantha. <laughs> a, t- a tornado created by the air spirit then pulls everyone away, but Elsa tries to stop it with her powers. In the midst of everything, she sees what looks like images of memories shown through water. She freezes these images with one that looks like young Agnar and the Northuldra girl that saved him, the air spirit appears to have calmed down, gently blowing across the group, and Olaf even names it Gale. And they have a toy of Gale, which is just a swirly a a swirly clear piece of plastic. Huh. Earth oh a fire element toys are that's a thing now. (laughs) Okay. Disney, um, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah, it's like one of the one of the. Well, I understand yeah, the I, lizard. I, I saw that. It. I saw that when it came so out. So cute. And like the water horse and like the earth golems. Yeah. Um. 
not golems. <laughs> They're not golems. Um, the no, D&D they are. Going back again. But the whole like Miss of Barovia thing is absolutely. It's a bad. <laughs> it's abs- um, th- this is the last time it's going to come up. I okay. think is the is mm-hmm. the the mists just. That's it's. It's a barrier. It's same, yeah, it's a barrier, and it's very similar. Um, mm-hmm. And. Yeah, yeah, it was when the when the movie came out and someone posted a picture of like uh, the shop at Disneyland and had like a pack of Olaf and just like this really piece of plastic and they're like they made a toy of the dang wind. <laughs> Jeez. That is that is surprising, I will say. Yeah. yeah. Um Yeah, um I don't even know Samantha. <laughs> Like, it's such a stupid joke, but it makes me laugh out loud every single time. It's so dumb. And, like, when he just, like, (laughs) just, like, bends over laughing because he made himself crack up. Mm -hmm. It's like, his his sanity (laughs) has reached its limit with this whole thing. Yeah. And then when the hole appears, just, Samantha. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't, like... I don't want to like the Samantha joke, but it's always funny. It's so funny. Yeah. Cameron hates it. This comes out of nowhere. I can tell. I thought it was okay. <laughs> it was better I, than most of the jokes he makes. I know I know one thing that Cameron is absolutely gonna hate because he hated it when they do did, did this in the Muppets. Um, when they have the uh the track shot of Olaf running through the, the forest and things mm-hmm. are happening and it's like just Everything focused on his exploding. face. Yeah. No, I thought that was okay. Okay. Actually. You didn't like it when they did uh, it in the Muppets. I didn't like when they did the Muppets because the Muppets aren't supposed to move like that. Olaf, however, <laughs> does move like a human. Kind more of. Yes. But he moves more like a human than a Muppet does. <laughs> That's why I didn't like the Muppets. But this was... Right. I, I don't know. That's fair. I'll oh. allow it. So many <laughs> hang-ups with the Muppet movie. Um... <laughs> Yeah, it, it, I think it's funny. Yeah, and then, he, and then he meet he meets up with them again, and they get the whole water is memory thing, which I thought was such a cool like concept. It's a very cool mechanic. The Me- uh, that's what it the is. The frozen moments in time. Yeah, because and you even hear some dialogue. When you it's go, just... this is this is the part where like she's in the vortex and she sees uh King. Is it? It's not Agnar. It's the King before King him. Agnar. It is Agnar. Their dad, no, Agnar no, their is the are. son. King King Ragnar. Oh, it's something R. Um, Ragnar King Rue. Ragnar the Red. Yes. It starts here. with an R. I'm positive. Uh, Runar. Look, I have Runar. Okay, yeah. Yeah, uh, and he's like for Arendelle, and then there's like a sword. The sword, the sword arm thing is such a cool thing that they. Do. It's a really cool effect, and um. Yeah, because uh, I, I, I was thinking when this movie came out, like, what are they going to do to up the ante power-wise? Because you got to do that when you've got a powered individual in a movie. Mm-hmm. And it's like, she already caused an eternal winter. So, like, where do you go from there? And introducing a mechanic where she's able to reveal moments in time, I thought mm-hmm. was really Sort cool. of unravel this mystery. Yeah. Of what happened. Very cool. Mm-hmm because of the water because water passes through your body it remembers it so you're able to just boom show the something about it too hard it's magic the science of it makes no sense but the magic makes perfect sense as Um, a story element it makes perfect sense uh, the gang is then approached by a tribe of North Uldra led by Yelena, voiced by Martha Plimpton as well as Arendellian soldiers led by Lieutenant Destin Matias voiced by Sterling K. Brown. 
whom Anna recognizes from a portrait in their castle. They became they become aware of Elsa's powers quickly, and Olaf even takes time to recap their last adventure together to everyone. Soon they are attacked by the fire spirit, which starts to spread bright colored flames across everything. Elsa once again uses her ice magic to contain the flame. She then follows the fire spirit until it appears as nothing more than a little salamander named Bruni, apparently. Bruni. When he sees that Elsa means him no harm, he sells his flames. They hear the mysterious calling once again. After Anna, Anna gets Elsa, they run back to the ice statues Elsa made and realize that the girl who saved Agnar was Iduna, meaning their mother was Northuldra. And the spirits rewarded her deed by giving her daughter powers, gifting her daughter with Nope. I said it right. What? They wrote it down wrong. Gifting your daughter with powers. This revelation allows the Arendellians and Northolder to form a truce. Um, I wrote, one of the notes I wrote down is that there's a, there's a throwaway line. The scarf is from one of the oldest families, which I gotta have something to do with the fifth spirit lineage. Thing. I mean, they're royalty, so obviously they're the oldest family. Well, yeah, that might be all it means. I, I don't know. <laughs> so, so the idea, wait, so is, that's, that's what confused me. Is the idea that Aduna was royalty in the Northuldra? Oh. Yeah, because it's I the think there star. I think that is a possibility. However, Do I I don't think so. I don't think that the elder is her father. No, I don't think so. Um could be. He's way I mean, too there's old. a lot of things they could do. Yeah. But I never... I think she was just I'm going to oh. assume that her parents died. Or maybe she's not a real person because she's the fifth spirit or something. I don't know. It's confusing. Don't, um, no. Don't no, go that far. I'm not going that far. That's a can of worms I do not need to open right now. Don't need to open that. Um, um, anything else in that part? Not I really. do think it's funny yeah. how after 30 years, Yelena and Matias have kind of a, a banter. Yeah. Like, I'm sure that it was very antagonistic in the beginning, but 30 years on, they're just like, and they've got like their own like a fight today. They've got their own turf, basically. Mm -hmm. Hmm. And like also um, when they go like they go berserk when they see Anna holding a sword, it's like get the sword. It's yeah. Like, Why are you going super aggro? Is it because it looks? Is it? <laughs> I thought about that today. Get I think maybe just because there are new people with a weapon, there's a like a, there's a new element to their turf war. And I, I don't know. I think on, it's just a, a reason to get them all moving toward Elsa. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's that's pretty that? great. I have no idea. <laughs> She's ready to fight. I mean, in the trailer, she swings at the camera. She does. I she thought we were going to get, like, action. monster, like, creepy monster I watched yeah. the teaser trailer. That was it. Uh, so, there's the fire spirit. Yeah. Um, yeah, what's the deal with the fire what? spirit? Why does the Why fire does... spirit get to be an animal? Why does the fire spirit have to be cooled off? Isn't that like taking, like, putting out Charmander's tail? Like, wouldn't that kill yeah. Fire Spirit? Why? I will say, I think Why? that what? in this movie, each of them needs to be tamed. Like, yeah. Gale needs to stop raging the wind. I think it's just a. Which happens by Elsa just like freezing, spamming, freezing spamming the wind. your powers. Freezing. Yeah, so I think in that case, just making it not burn down the forest. Yeah, I, I get it like calming it down but like, like subdued like because well, she she backs it into a corner and then she calms it down and because she could have just like blam and it probably would have like exploded but yeah later on in the movie it like acts like it's like 
way more comfortable after she like puts it in snow or like you know what I mean cools mm-hmm. it off it's like yeah. why does it have to be cooled off what is it's cute this is a fire spirit shouldn't it like being hot it because it makes fire it is it seems fire. I mean it seems to like like it when it like it like splutes out in her hands and like steam comes up and it seems to enjoy that maybe it doesn't like being hot I don't maybe. get that Oh, I don't know. I, the, the, the salamander makes no sense to me, but it's cute. It licks its eyeball and it eats itself out of her hands. It's and that's really purely cute. made so that the just, wind away was not a Yeah. Yeah. And the water horse. I've got I've got horse. thoughts about the water horse that I do. Me too, actually. Which Sarah Sarah knows my thoughts about the water horse. I do. Uh, Christoph meets a north okay. older reindeer tamer named Ryder, voiced by Jason Ritter. Um, mm-hmm. And Ryder is named after Sarah. Uh, lead writer Chris Buck's son, who uh, died from cancer shortly before Frozen came out. Yeah. And he's kind of modeled after the the personality of the of Ryder. Yeah. So, so that, that, just, that's that's part of, kind of a fun fact. It's a fun fact about the character Ryder. I like Ryder a lot. I think it makes him a, a more interesting character. He's hilarious. He's, yeah. Um. And I believe Honey Marin is introduced here too, which is uh, his sister. Uh, the two of them mm-hmm. bond over the way they treat their reindeer, specifically the way they gave their reindeer voices. He tells Kristoff that because of the mist, most of the people there have only lived in the forest and have never seen the outside world. Elsa befriends Ryder's sister, Honey Marin, voiced by Rachel Matthews, who shows Elsa that in addition to the four main spirits, there's a fifth spirit that acts as a bridge between the other spirits. After witnessing Earth giants roaming across the land, Anna and Anna. Anna notices Kristoff oh. is gone, not realizing he is with Ryder, like 20 feet away, uh, who has tried to help Kristoff come up with an elaborate proposal. Uh, she takes off with Elsa and Olaf, which leads Kristoff to think he's she's gone away after learning this from Yelena. He expresses his sorrow, but also how strong his love for Anna is in the Lost in the Woods number. Um, granted, I think if she had walked into that clearing, this would have not been a good time. All of the times no, that he no. tries, all of the times that he tries to prose would have just been like, not terrible. Not, yeah, there's an adventure. Wait until the adventure's over, Kristoff. Mortal peril, Kristoff. Or like when when he when he when he tries to do it on the wagon, like you guys are on the wagon ride doing it. You want to propose now, or like yeah, when they get so into the clueless. forest, like you want to do it now. Like his timing is it's impeccably so bad. bad. Yeah. Yeah, we've just uh, we've met these strange people. Um, the universe is at stake. Um, people have died and people will die. I'm standing here on this rock. <laughs> will you marry me? So I do think it's dumb that he doesn't bother his, to make sure Anna dumb face. be there. Yeah. Like they do this elaborate thing that takes hours to do. He doesn't yeah, make sure that Anna will, like, yeah. like hey come and see me in this romantic meadow at dawn yeah doesn't doesn't is, think to plan that i feel like that's very christoph and that's a very guy thing to do is you go through like this all this work but you forget just like the most important the one the thing. yeah it's like just let her know this and the thing is is um he says like if we start now we could be finished by dawn so christoph and Ryder don't get a night's sleep and the movie ends That's like true. midday the next day so we get so from this point on through the rest of the movie Kristoff is sleep deprived <laughs> remember that he's sleep deprived for his wedding yeah he's not even <laughs> thinking straight so like he's not thinking straight none of them have eaten 
anything <laughs> um, except for like the first night, which I guess is fine. Like you have a hearty dinner and then. Yeah, I assume they got fed by the North Aldra yeah. in that little well, camp. Maybe Kristoff didn't because he was he was up with Ryder. <laughs> Almost immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is funny. Um, Lost in the Woods. Ah. Oh, I love Lost in the Woods. I will I say one great. thing. Yes, sir. You I, didn't it like just, it the first time. It took me out of the movie. It's like my suspension of disbelief was like, like, what is, what is this? This is a, a power ballad? Yeah. <laughs> but it's great. It's fun. I was, I was prepared for it. I knew that there was an 80s power ballad in the movie, so I, I, I knew it was coming. And it, mm-hmm. it, I was able to brace myself for it, and I, I, I've, I've loved it the whole time. I yeah, think it came out left field for me. I had no idea. I think idea. it's such a good song. And um, it sort of fulfill, it fulfills the role that um, In Summer does, kind of, in the first movie, mm-hmm. where it's just, no, not even that, because in that movie, that movie, that song is just funny. But, like, Olaf kind of has a funny song in this one, but it still is pertinent to his character arc. And this one is still very pertinent to Kristoff's character arc and understanding him as a person. And it's So, just, I think I, where you're funny. going with this is this is sort of just a attention breaker sort of yeah. halfway through the film. It's attention That's breaker. That's what it, In Summer was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's but leading up to In Summer this. didn't serve a purpose, whereas this one does. I don't like In Summer. It, it kind of established was... Olaf... But as I a funny character, just... but no, like, you didn't need that, but we're not talking no. about Frozen and this is a, it's a great, um, and it's, I don't know, Cameron, uh, I, I can already guess what your thoughts are on it. I, I didn't like the song, I don't know why, maybe I have to listen to it again, I still don't have any comments. It took me a few, it's good. Yeah. a few tries. It might just be one of those songs I have to listen to again. Maybe. Um, Anna, Elsa, and Olaf continue their journey until they come across the ruins of Agnar Naduna's ship. Through the water memories, Elsa learns that they set off to find answers about Elsa's powers, even witnessing their final moments where the embrace of the waters consumed them. Uh, it's a really the, sad moment. <laughs> they search the ship until they find a map revealing that their parents were headed for the fabled river of Atahalan. Elsa knows she has to go there alone, so she sends Anna and Olaf away on an ice boat that she makes to express their anger over Elsa ditching them, even if she, even if she did it for their own good, which she absolutely did. They both would have died. Or, I guess, anyway. We get, like, this gets dark for Disney movies. Yes, it does. Because you see, like, their final moments before they die, and Olaf has a very chilling line, which is like, I thought nobody could get through the mist. Unless nobody was on it mm-hmm. when it, when were, it went through, and it's like okay, they were so dead. yeah, everyone was dead on board. So I was like, "Am I going to see like skeletons or bodies yeah. on this thing?" I think I think because it capsized, there were no bodies in there it. There were no bodies. Yeah, they're long yeah. gone. Um, yeah, thoughts. I think it's that. interesting that I, yeah, I think it's interesting that. Uh, that the ship has a black box. I don't know if that was a thing in the 1800s um, to keep it the manifest. Called, it wasn't called the black box. I didn't box, make but that connection, but that's weird. Yeah. Like, well, it, that's, it's the other way around. Black boxes and planes are named after those boxes. That makes sense. Yeah, just to sort planes of show- Planes always like, have black boxes. To show what they were doing, like where the they were going, who was on board. Yeah, like ship Yeah, I think that's interesting. Like that. That's probably a thing, yeah. You yeah. would know. Waterproof pretty cool 
Um, there, yeah. Oh, and like you hear their final moments and all that. so sad. Oh my word. And it oh, officially yeah. debunks the theory that they crashed in Africa and gave birth to Tarzan. On the way to Rapunzel's wedding. Yes. That was a prevalent fan theory. That was a prevalent fan theory that they were on their way to Rapunzel's wedding and they going from from Norway to Germany to Germany and somehow somehow ended, ended up, in, up in Africa and gave birth to Tarzan and Tarzan's mom is Aduna. That was a, that was like a just theory that most people just believed. because white people look a lot alike. And <laughs> all these movies it. have to be connected. Yeah. Um, so I did. Like, yeah, there oh, was. They have a brother, and his name is Tarzan. <laughs> yeah, unacceptable. Completely unacceptable. I mean, they are all in the same time period. Like, I do believe is he, Tarzan. I thought he was in the nineteen hundreds or something. It, possibly. Yeah, I think I Tarzan's like nineteen. It is. It's still during. It's sort of the end of the British Empire. Um, yeah. Oh, so that might be eighteen hundreds. It might be because this takes place in 1860s. It's yeah, hypothetical, but it is disproved, so it doesn't even matter. Yeah, we get yeah, because they died here. Um, we get some interesting uh, character development from Olaf of uh, sensing rising anger in himself, mm-hmm. which I think I, that's I love that scene. It's a great piece because that's a, a thing that happens with children is they have to taught how to process emotion like. Yeah, Which that's him learning how feeling. to. It's him learning how to process anger because he's never mm-hmm. like been like fully had angry such a before. Perfect life, yeah. Yeah, it's good. We don't get any payoff for that though, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Do we? No, not really. The payoff is me noticing it. Yeah. Well, that's not payoff. Well, he he <laughs> learns. Well, he dies, so that's the payoff. Well, he yes. died in the last one. Whatever. Did he die in the last one? Dies he every melted movie. a little bit. Yeah, he oh, melted. right. Oh, no, I'm too close to the fire. I'm going to melt. And it's like, whatever, she'll bring you back. Some people are worth melting. That that was yeah. the big, like, emotional line of the first movie was some people are worth melting for, which, like, I feel like gets outdone so many times in this movie by just mm-hmm. better pathos. Yes. I talk um, about that a lot. Ice boat, those. possible reference to the uh, ride Maelstrom, which got torn down and replaced by a frozen. How ride. dare you! <laughs> How dare you bring up that ride? Did you not, do you not like that? Do you not like Maelstrom? No, that just came out of left field. I was I was about to talk about Anna and Elsa's relationship, I, no, and you bring I always up Maelstrom. Thought, I always <laughs> thought that that scene was a reference to Maelstrom. Really? Yeah. I don't know what that uh, is. Scandinavian keep a lot of boat. In a river. It is a ride in Epcot. Was a ride in Was Epcot. Was a ride in Epcot. Now it's featuring Vikings frozen. and Scandinavian history, and now it's, it's just frozen. a retelling of the first movie. Sure. Should have waited. Sure. You could have made it a cool Enchanted Forest themed thing, but sure. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I would like to talk about. Yo. Go, go, go. Uh, well, it's just the thing I wanted to talk about with the, the yes, fire, but go. I got distracted. Go, go, go. But it's just. Yes. Okay, can I yes. go? Okay. Okay, I'm going to go now. Can I go? Can I go? I'm done with this bit. Go. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, I got to go. I got to find my notes. Um, but, oh, uh, my. <laughs> no, I don't. I just want to make sure that I'm saying all that I wanted to say. Do it. Uh, then just because say Anna well, is. talk about it again when we get to the next part. Here, oh, my gosh. So. Anna hey. is just uh, um, always 
trying to prevent anything from happening to Elsa to the point where she she gets mad at her for dealing with the fire spirit and going into fire and she's like if you don't want me to follow you into fire don't go into fire Anna is wrong in that instance she's but wrong she's in also, every instance she's yeah. also right because she says in this scene that she says if if you go alone, who's going to stop you from going too far? And she brings back. I'm sorry. Hello, she does Katie. go too far. Hello, Katie. She does go too far, and she yeah. she brings back the the nursery rhyme again, like "Go too far and you'll be drowned." Right. Um, you want love? Um, Y'all want yeah. love. And so the the whole movie, she's trying to save Elsa from it's like the, the whole center holding of her on world. tight mentality. Yes, where she that's she exactly. she's being she's being overprotective of Elsa, and Elsa is being too reckless because she's yes. trying to like put like all of the responsibility on she's trying to do everything anna says it like be everything to everyone yes which they're both wrong elsa shouldn't be everything yes. to everyone but anna should also know her human non-magic limitations yes <laughs> she would not have been able burns. to make it to anna holland <laughs> like that water would not have been crossable for no. two people yeah yeah they, they get to the shore and it's like okay anna what's the plan yeah, so I just think that's an interesting dynamic throughout uh, sort of the, the pull and push and pull of them both being right and wrong. Yes. And like Elsa was wrong to push them away, like in that trick hug. Um, but also. <laughs> uh, They're there. <laughs> but I, I also think um, because of the whole bridge thing, mm-hmm. um, we're eventually going to have to explain the bridge thing. But it's good. It's the, a good thing. The, I think Elsa has to make the mistake in order for the forest to be released. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because so, she 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 would have. She has to go too far, and Anna I has believe, to rescue her because there are like, two sides. The, we'll we'll of get the there, but yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll get there. We're not we're not even at at Holland yet. Okay. Um, but 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 but. but. Elsa attempts to get to Atahalan across the water, but she keeps getting taken down by the water spirit, which appears as a knock, N-O-K-K, which, so it is a mythology thing. Um, after taming the spirit, she rides it as she follows the voice, eager to find out where it's coming from. We get the best song, uh, Show Yourself. Um, yes. Once she reaches Atahalan, she comes across her own memories and learns that the voice is that of Aduna calling out to her. When Elsa tries to find out what went wrong, she learns the truth. Runard wanted to subjugate the North Uldra by creating a dam to limit their resources due to their reliance on magic, which Runard hated. When the North Uldra leader tried to reason with him, Runard murdered him while he was unarmed. Elsa gets too deep into Atahalan, which causes her to turn into solid ice, but not before she sends this information to Anna, before she and Olaf set, set off to send help. Olaf begins to disintegrate, realizing something is wrong with Elsa. Anna holds Olaf, and they reaffirm their love for each other before he's gone. Anna sits alone in despair until she picks herself up and vows to push forward with the next next right thing. So we get two songs in this section. Yeah, that was a lot. We have to talk about all of this. We have to talk about yeah, all of it. Um, the, the, horse, the horse killed their parents. I want to talk about that. Um, how that's just never really addressed. She tames this horse and she's like happy-go-lucky riding this horse later, but that horse... That, you that think horse. it was the spirit and not just nature? Well, nature is the sort of like a water dragon or something. Are, but are you saying it was malicious or just? I'm just. I'm not saying it's malicious. I'm just saying that that horse did kill their parents. 
<laughs> and that's just, well, yeah. The horse tried to kill her too. The horse, so. the horse true. tried to drown Elsa. Yeah, it needed to be tamed. Yes, it did. It was still in its unruly state. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just wish yeah. that that was addressed just a okay. little bit. When when she sees her when she sees her mom and when it turns into a duet uh, with uh, uh, Evan Rachel Wood, yes, it's good. It's really good. Okay, originally, so I want to talk about. Oh, sorry, I'm, go I'm ahead. gonna talk about yeah. the original plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, originally in the movie, she would get there and it would be like a reflection of herself, and then she'd like step through the reflection and realize that the fifth spirit was in her the whole time, which didn't make sense to anybody and is dumb and yeah. so um eventually they're just like what if we just make it her mom and they're like oh that makes more sense <laughs> and i think i think it's a lot better um having the voice of mother instead of the voice being herself from the future or something yes yes go on sarah are, yes well i, I wanted to talk picture? about elsa's hair because in right, the first the movie if you'll remember she has the tight, tight bun, and then yes. she cuts loose, and she has the one that's down here. And then go. in this one, so when she starts this movie, she still has a braid, and she's still kind of bottled up. And this is the moment where her hair is completely loosened down, where she finally feels like herself. Right. It's, it's the yes. show yourself. It's great. Song. Yes. It's good. Um, yes. And I don't know if I just wasn't paying attention the first time I watched this, but I didn't make the connection that the voice was her mom the first time I watched the movie. I didn't get that until the second time yeah. I watched it. Um, I mean, she literally says mother, and it's a giant she does. ice hologram of her mom. It's like, duh. Of course, of course it's her mom. I, I did kind of put together some things with the lyrics where, because she's saying show yourself because she's trying to find this who the fifth spirit is yeah yeah she's she's trying to find a kindred spirit and then when she's having the duet um and her mom says like you are the one you've been waiting for all your life like you complete yourself Mm -hmm. and then they say show yourself again i it kind of goes from show yourself person to you anna you sorry you elsa show yourself that you are enough i kind of the parallels of the, the lines right it's good it's good stuff it's good it's, it's very, very good. Very, I like it a lot. A very emotional song. It gets me every it time. It is so it's good. So good. Yeah. When the moment, and like this was a, a later thing they added, the moment when it reprises the lullaby and mm-hmm. it's um, Aduna singing it. Because she's like, she's like. Um, when she's, you're talking she, about when she, after the memory like, area. Like, I can't wait one, one moment more and stuff. And then she like ignites the symbol and then everything right. lights up, and it's like, oh, we're gonna find out who it is, and then it's the mom singing the lullaby. Mm-hmm. It's so good. <laughs> it's really good. But talking of the lullaby, when she, like, she sees all of her old memories in the snow and stuff, right? and then uh, she starts to see some of her moms with uh, her mom confessing right. to Agnar. And I then, think uh, I know where you're going with this. Well, then, then they say King, they see King Reynard and you kind of start to oh, understand, right. like, bring, let's bring Arendelle's full guard. Uh, you can't trust magic. Uh, her mom gives her one final warning, like, go too far and you'll be drowned. And she goes further down. Which is where she sees, uh, she sees Reynard kill, kill Runard mm-hmm. kill 
the guy. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, at first I thought that Otto Holland was like, oh, it's showing, like, the mom has been, you know, watching them grow up this whole time or whatever. But what it, it's, the, the, the iceberg is its own thing. I don't think Otto Holland is the fifth spirit. Otto Holland is a location that is its own magical stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, um, there's that concept that's kind of implied by the trolls that, like, the truth comes at a price, and mm-hmm. like like you know what the truth is and she's able to like tell Anna but she totally beefs it she dies yeah yeah like she could have left but she wanted to know the truth and that in order to release this, the forest she had to make that sacrifice yeah um I'll, let me go back to where my mess it was so cold what, what poppy says Yes, the first time she ever, I think, feels cold. Yeah, she shivers when she go- starts going She's down never there. It's done nuts. That uh, uh, uh. Gotta say, I'm glad it wasn't just like drowning. You know, it was just like, yeah. oh, like, yeah, she's like freezing was, instead of drowning, like it was a, yeah. it was a metaphor. If she like, like actually, that. oh my gosh, if she actually drowned, that would have been so dark. So like, dark. It's still dark, but like, see, I don't like characters drowning in movies that's a um, particularly terrifying thing i would oh as a kid i was oh, i would always hit scene skip at the very beginning of return of the king and uh skip mm-hmm. past Gal, uh smeagol drowning deagle um, oh oh i yeah. hate watching that that's um, hard also they're just both like yeah. not attractive looking at all you know and you're just should like, have had andy circus in this movie the guy Alan so Tudyk. So I remember. Yep. He's yeah, way above this Alan movie. Tudyk. I just uh, real I, briefly, they got Alan Tudyk back for this movie. Uh, he does reprise his role as the King of Wesselton, but he also Duke. voices the Duke of Wesselton, the King. Goodness. Um, he also voices the Northuldra leader in the flashbacks, one of the Arendellian soldiers, and one of the guards. So like he He's voices just, voice, just he voices guy. three just major like not major characters, just like serious like characters, not joke characters. And it's Alan Tudyk. That's crazy, yeah. Yeah, I he's, probably just said, "Give me what, give me." I can do a bunch of voices. He's been he's been <laughs> his best life. I mean, yeah, yes. Frozen, Frozen Two, Doom Patrol, uh, the Harley Quinn show. Mm-hmm. He's doing what he wants to do. Go on, Sarah. You had some had some more. I did. Yes, I remembered. It's actually from the Lullaby. Um, so it's at the very end, um, where she says, "Come, my darling, homeward bound." Also, because her mom is there at Atahalan. Mm-hmm. And then it says, when all is lost, then all is found. Like, the, the price has to okay. be paid in order for the secret to be revealed. That's... Aha! And, oh, and the secret... Okay, going off of that. And the secret, the, the truth, um, all is found, is revealed to Anna, who mm-hmm. does lose everything when she finds out about it. Um, mm-hmm. Minus Kristoff. That's, that's sort of like an, an edge case. Well, she thinks that he left... She, well, she thinks she's left. She thinks that relationship is over. And then when Olaf she's lost died, that yeah, and then when yeah, and then when Olaf, because she she's had doubts about Kristoff the entire movie, because he's bad mm-hmm. at talking. And um, <laughs> we yeah, and then uh, when when Olaf dies, that implies that Elsa's dead, and so she has that to deal with. And yeah, she kind of has that, to read both of them. You're right. No, you're right. Into the unknown is the third best because the second best is next is, right thing. Yes, I was right. Yeah, you'd forgotten about this song. I had. This song gives me chills every single time. Because mm-hmm. oh, she's 
Pathos. Pathos. Mm. It's so it's good. good. It's good. It's so good. Um, Cameron, I don't care if you disagree with me. I thought the song was good. I need to. I'm gonna. It's I'm the most I didn't like the emotion, moment. but I thought the song was good. <laughs> okay. Okay. I didn't cry today watching it for the 18th time. I don't know what you're talking about. That emotion right there. Where were we? Move okay. on to the next section, we, I guess. We are into the third act. Yes. I think we're already in the third act. I think we're when Elsa. When, when, I think when she when she when goes, Elsa arrives when, at when, she, well, when she leaves for Elsa Holland is the third act. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Anna knows. Rising the, action. Yes. Don't falling don't even. action. Yeah. Well, yeah. I've got every, the. Anna knows that the dam <laughs> must be destroyed, even if it means sending a flood towards Arendelle. She goes to wake up the Earth Giants and gets them to follow her towards the dam. Matthias sees this and tries to stop Anna. But after she convinces him that Elsa learned the truth about the dam and why it must be destroyed, he relents and lures the giants there. The giants roll boulders towards the dam, which breaks and sends the water flowing back towards the kingdom. Elsa is revived, and she rides the knock back to Arendelle, where she freezes the water and brings it down before it hits Arendelle, thus saving the kingdom and lifting the mist in the forest, freeing the soldiers and Northuldra. Um, we didn't talk what? about the song. You're going past the song. You want to talk? Okay, let's let's go back. I just want to briefly talk about the song, if I may. Um, and I kind of want to briefly talk about Olaf dying, because uh, you yeah, you get to see him that. die, somewhat drawn out. Yeah. And I mean, it's sad, it. but I I think that she's also mourning her sister in that moment. Right. So that's most of it. Like she's hugging something. Because she can't hug her sister. And we find out in the end credits that it wasn't just Olaf that died, because Elsa did. All of the little snow monsters. All of the snow, snow monsters she'd made died, and then they came yeah. back. I don't think I don't think uh, Cameron watched the end credit scene. I did. Well, oh, you okay. did? Oh. Yep, yeah. I did. <laughs> don't worry, um, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you... I'm so... Yeah, we'll get to it. Yeah, we'll get to it. <laughs> yeah, go on, next right thing. Yeah, next right thing. I, oh, it kind that. of, what? Can we also talk, about, we were about, talk the, about that? The, the I thought we were done Olaf talking about has, No, we were talking about Olaf dying. Oh, okay. When they go into the cave and uh, Olaf says, it's a spooky cave. Oh, uh, no, no. Well, we're like, honestly, it's like, we're in a cave with no way out. And Olaf's like, but there's a spooky way in. And then like goes into the pitch black hole. That's like, funny. What's the worst that could happen? You starve and I give up? Because he can't. Yeah, die. that's really dark when he says that. Because <laughs> he wouldn't die. He would just no. be stuck in there with her dead body. <laughs> oh my Good gosh. Times. Okay, Good go times. On. I, I, yeah, I, forgot, so, I forgot to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, you really leaped ahead. And I was like, I have an entire page of notes that you're skipping over. Sorry. But um, when, when she's singing the song, she's at you know her very lowest point, And it really, she lays out and kind of realizes that she's been living her life for her sister for so yeah. long. She's like, I follow you around, I always have. I can't mind, find my direction. The only star that guided me was you. Mm. Like her whole reason for living is over. And now she has to, you know, she slowly climbs her way up. She's like, let me just do the thing in front of me Physically and not look too far ahead. And yeah. metaphorically climbing up. Yes. Cover up Kristen. And she has a, cu- a couple really nice opera notes because Kristen Bell has opera uh, training in her background, which I really appreciate. But then she finally makes it to 
to the top and she sees the sun and she sees the dam and she's like yeah. i know nothing will ever be the same again but uh, i have to do this no matter what the cost and i love that calling back to some things never change literally everything she talked about is either everything gone or is dead. done yes yeah like she's not with Kristoff and her sister's dead and Olaf's dead. The whole holding on tight to you, everyone that she says that to, she is disconnected from now. And she knows that she has to destroy her home. Yeah. Yes, everything is it's, gonna be it's, it's a complete opposite from something's never changed to nothing will ever be the same. Mm-hmm. And, and then, and then, and then, okay. And then we get Matthias I'm, being like, oh, she's leading them towards the dam when she's literally just running in a straight line away from giants well that she doesn't like they watch her antagonize her. her yeah i think that i think that matthias has some plot knowledge he shouldn't have he should be like Maybe. oh my gosh they are going to kill her instead he's like she's clearly leading them towards the dam like he should have been more freaked out as if like she didn't know that she was leading them towards the dam because i can Perhaps. understand if, like, like someone who like understands like battle tactics and stuff like that would probably look at it like that and be like, oh my gosh, she's leading the enemy right to us. You know what I mean? I mean that's like, how I, I guess saw it. In that the way context. it was delivered was more like she, she actively antagonizes them and then runs to the dam. So in that aspect, it doesn't really matter what her intent is. It's that she's leading them towards the dam, whether she's planning to mm -hmm. or not. Yeah, that makes sense. And then there is a moment that I interpret differently than I think the movie wants me to. And Sarah, I'll get to you just one second. When it's okay. When Anna uh, tells Matthias what's going on, um, and there's a moment where he pauses, and then he's like, "Okay, well,", well and then he like bangs on the shield and gets the guys there. Um, I I always kind of see like the gears are working in his head, and he does believe her, but he's also thinking of that she just told him that Elsa's dead, which means the chain of command is now on Anna. So I think it's both those things. I think it's I think it's both. So he's like, yeah, like this needs to happen. And also, I don't really have a choice because she is giving him a direct order. Yes. Yeah, she is the queen now, basically. Yeah. Which I always like. I think he he recognizes that and he respects that, and he also realizes that yeah, the dam, the dam has to go. to go. I didn't. Mm -hmm. I mean, I didn't. I didn't realize the dam until later into the movie. The first time I watched it, although it is pretty like. I don't know how dams work, if it's bad, <laughs> inherently bad. They're usually bad. They're good at producing energy, but they're bad for the for nature. Okay, good to know. Yes. I know that if uh, the dam I live next to broke, it would mess up, like, a lot of Ogden. Yeah, it would. Yeah, it would. Your house would probably be underwater, maybe. Well, well, my house is on the other side of it. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I'm thinking The dam's over there. The dam broke, right. it would flood Ogden Canyon and uh, a lot of the suburbs, possibly Weaver yeah. State. Yeah. Hopefully. A little bit, maybe. Hopefully. <laughs> what? I didn't say anything. Okay, um, I would like to talk about the Earth Giants. Go for it. Yeah, Since do you're, it. You're getting fired right now. Talk to me. Um, <laughs> no, I, I can't. So, I've got their merch. Yeah. So um, <laughs> it was free. Elsa defeats the, the wind, the fire. And the water but the i was always worried like why does she never defeat the the stone giant the like the earth elemental because anna does in yes. this scene does she though yeah yes mm. does she really 
I mean, well, what she no really does, what she really does is she makes them mad, runs to the dam, they destroy the dam, mm -hmm. and then you never hear from them again. You really think she defeated them? Yes. Because otherwise they're, they haven't been defeated. And afterwards, when they like touch the heads with, to uh, Anna and Elsa, they're tame. So. Oh, right. When they, when this they, is at when least they, my they interpretation. They touch the, they touch the like, nose. Touch my nose. They, they have like a little concession touch. moment. Touch my Anyways, nose. Anyways, that's just, that's my light bulb moment. Is Cameron that part of the disagrees. bridge? <laughs> oh, should we talk about the bridge? We haven't talked about the bridge yet. Have we gotten to the bridge yet? Uh, no, we haven't. Help. Not yet. No, we no, haven't. We have uh, so the soldiers are freed. Um, great, <laughs> great line from Kristoff when he saves her from, well, when Sven, technically, and Kristoff save her from being just stomped. And all he says is, I'm here, what do you need? Yes, there's no like typical Disney moment like, oh, Anna, let me are tell you, you how. Okay? And then Anna's like, oh, we don't have time for this. It's just like, we need to go destroy the dam. Oh, why do we need to destroy the dam? That's a terrible idea. All he says is, I'm here, there what to help. Need? And then like, yeah, he just does what needs to be done. That's so cause, good. Because he's respectful and he's somewhat simple. <laughs> <laughs> I just, just can't get over the expression in this shot. It's pretty great. Um, and it's like, a good one. Uh, and and he, yeah, he has a second line about that later when uh, she apologizes for leaving and he says, my love isn't fragile. Our love isn't fragile. Our love? Okay. Just my love. Pretty no, sure. just my love's just not mine. fragile. Yours. Like, Yours is. <laughs> you lost it when Olaf melted. Both times. It's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are we going to have? How are we going to kill Olaf in the third movie? Oh, no. There's only so many times you can kill a character. Okay, just, this, I'm assuming does... it's a bad. Yeah. yeah. I, can't, I was trying to think of an example, but I can't. Um, yeah, something, something. I'm sure Fast and Furious, whatever. Um, Elsa reunites with Anna, and the two sisters hug. Kristoff and Sven run down there too, and Elsa revives Olaf. Uh, Anna and Krista determine that Elsa is the fifth spirit, and she has become the bridge between the other spirit spirits, more or less. Kristoff um, then finally manages to propose to Anna, with like actually good timing this time. Um, uh, and she excitedly accepts the giants that appear to show their respect and gratitude toward Anna and Elsa. Mm -hmm. No talk about the bridge, Sarah. <laughs> okay. Well, it's, 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 I don't know why we drag it, drag it out, out this time. Like you're, you're the fifth spirit. She's the bridge. And then Elsa says, well, actually a bridge has two sides and mom had two sisters, two daughters. Right. The two sisters and too. You, yeah <laughs> technically they're and both <laughs> like without elsa you know sacrificing herself and anna destroying the dam it would not have been possible like those they, two things both needed, needed to happen people. it needed yes. one person to sacrifice themselves in the glacier and one person right to destroy you couldn't have you one person could have done it on them on their own because they would have been dead yes bridge bridge yes bridge stuff bridge stuff Um, Poor Cameron. I wish he could enjoy this with us. Yeah, that's his that's his role in this show. Um, and bringing down Disney one peg at a the time. The one 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 thing that I did one criticism I did see that I don't fully agree with, but I kind of is 
I think it would have been a, an interesting payoff to have Arendelle actually be destroyed. Mm -hmm. I think that I think that would have been cool, and I think that would have been like consequences. But it, it gets saved because she levels out the water, and that's fine. Um, I don't know if I I don't know if I would have preferred it the other way uh, because I haven't seen that movie. So on that on that fact, consequences. There are no consequences because everybody comes back to life. And then also, yeah, the the whole like city. There's a giant amount of water. That was a huge dam that got destroyed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then she like freezes it, and then the water just disappears. I'm like, that's not how water works. Water well, goes somewhere. Matter just doesn't disappear because you froze it. See, like that water has to flow back into the the ocean. So the like tide the... should have at least risen. But no, it just, it's, yeah, it's it just redistributed. Whatever. I don't it know what happened to the millions of gallons like of water the, that happened. It's like the water but... puzzle in Die Hard 2. So you got like the whole dam, and the dam comes down. Because all that water is there. The water mm -hmm. the water everywhere else isn't going to change once that water goes down, aside from the initial. Why not? That's how dams work. Well, it's it's just holding the flow of water back. You, If you take a river no, but when and you, you dam, dam it, it off... Up, you're, dro you're dropping down one level and you're raising up the other level. And right. so when you do that, they're going to level off a little bit more. So one of the tides should have risen. The river should be it higher now. It is in a now. fjord, so some of it did go out into the ocean. Right, right. Got the ocean there. Still, the ocean's pretty big, Cameron. So I don't think it would have affected the city that much. It would have just gone back into the ocean. All she did was just. Somebody who it, knows more about physics, put it in the comments. Put it in the comments. Who's right? How fjords work? I, I mean, it makes sense to me. I don't think Disney Animation was too concerned about physics when they. Made but this they movie. were concerned about. Sure, making, they're working on. A they physics were concerned engine. about making the water look really good. That's the water fantastic. in this movie looks. Yeah. fantastic and as a longtime animation fan water has always been a pain in the butt <laughs> for mm -hmm. people to make look right and like yeah also like the clothing physics when like clothing gets wet especially is absolutely nuts and like with Anna's clothing you get to see Anna get completely drenched and then the clothing slowly dry out over time which is mm -hmm. I think is really cool and because like the material, it's like she's a great outfit in this. All of the costume design is great in this. Oh, Kristoff's mm -hmm. is a little like plain. It's a little same. It's a little samey to what he wears in the yeah. first movie. Um, I like how he's able to pull off uh, the pointy-toed shoes. Mm -hmm. That looks like the penguin in that suit. In the, oh yeah, when he's in the suit at the end, absolutely. Yeah. I was like, absolutely. oh, penguin. <laughs> it looks too much like Hans in that suit. It makes oh, me yeah. yeah, which is why she messes up his hair, I think. Yeah. And she's, well, anyway. Waiting for him to eat the cat or something? The, the end of the recap. After returning to Arendelle, Anna becomes the new queen as Elsa has decided to stay in the forest where she is needed. The sisters mm -hmm. regularly keep in touch and Elsa rides the knock back to Arendelle for a visit. End of movie. End credit scene. Olaf recaps the movie to all of the things that ex all of the ice creatures from Frozen and Frozen Fever. Um, oh, and, and they gave the troll a line finally. Yeah, they cut says, mine in the last one, which I love. Oh, like Olaf went back up there to explain to everyone why they were dead for a few, for like a thirty few minutes. Hours. Yeah. <laughs> it was at least like I think Anna was in that cave for a few hours just crying. That's depressing to think about, but that's probably true because it was, it was like evening, 
mm-hmm. when they it's, went in there morning. and then it was morning when she oh she probably slept in that cave mm-hmm. it's real sad that's real sad it's got them good feels there got them good feels I didn't want, I just want to, wanted to talk about one more thing. I wasn't yeah. going to do, but like, I have it. a no, whole We're not at the end of the movie. Well, yeah. We're not at the end of the movie, but we're, we're still got more stuff to talk about. Yeah. Um, it was just something that I noticed a few times that um, when the sisters reunite, it's kind of the, it really typifies um, how Elsa in, in these movies is the typical Disney princess. She, herself and is held to like the perfect standard she's perfect and poised oh, is graceful, graceful and is a human Anna being is, is a human being who's like crying with snot when they're reunited <laughs> i just think they make a really good uh dichotomy it's, re- it's uh, realistic and like they they have like a, a a kind of a callback to like when she wakes up with her hair messy in the first movie when she mm-hmm. goes to bed as a kid in this one she's just like oh yeah and and Elsa's like perfectly sleeping. Yeah, like yeah. One of them is a magical fairy princess, and the other one is just Anna, born mm-hmm. powerless. Powerless. The face she makes. <laughs> I mean, all of the fans were like, "That's the sequel. Anna's gonna get fire powers." No. Oh yeah, I think I, I think, heard that one. I think that would have been so dumb. Oh yeah, for sure. I think there'd be a lot more comments I, from me if that happened. I think a, I think a villain with fire powers would be cool. Um, mm-hmm. But we'll talk. I guess I guess like end of the movie thoughts. I think that if they make a third one, which I think it would be fun if they made a third one, if they do, mm-hmm. like you got. I think the third one's got to have like a villain in it because the first and second don't really have villains. The first one is more of an interpersonal story, and Hans is like there as a bad guy but he's not the real crux of the plot and the second mm-hmm. one has all this esoteric stuff going on with spirits and things and there's no problem solving movies i think we need just like a, a magic villain person and then maybe she'll do all her powers real big style like you want cameron yeah i'll do all her powers and things will be hard for her yeah, i think having nice. her like, i mean like if she fought the giants if she fought the giants i think that would have been drawn out and dumb like Mm-hmm. ice at them it would have been like a legend of zelda boss like freezing oh, yeah. joints and stuff and knocking them off they like climb them up climb up them and then mm-hmm. so hit their weak spot hit I them just, in the back of the head i just yeah. <laughs> the rush that i got during that one episode of once upon a time where Kristoff mm-hmm. uses a pickaxe at someone's kneecap yeah it's a good time. That I will There's... say that that is the only good arc in Once Upon a Time. The Frozen arc is genuinely fantastic. It's, it's it does some weird stuff with the lore where Aduna has does... two sisters and one of the sisters has ice powers and free kills the other sister and all that but, but there's the yeah there's a there's parents. a fight scene in the palace where uh Kristoff goes ham on a bunch of guys with a pickaxe and it's That's awesome. Great. Yeah, yeah. Just like well bam. Which would be a terrifying weapon to come across. I need to stop. Anyways. I need to stop putting him on my okay. background. I need um, to cover him up. Um, final thoughts. Yeah. Moment of the movie. Um, I, I want to talk about my final thoughts before I talk about the moment. Sure, movie. everyone wants yeah. to hear your thoughts. Your yeah, I know, thoughts. right? Debbie Downer oh. over here. <laughs> Just final thought here. <sighs> this movie is a total cash grab. Um, I took notes towards the end of all of the callbacks to the first one, 
which I hate when movies do that because it's like, just be original for once in your life. And it's like, she gets a new dress when she goes to the Ice Palace and then she changes her hair, which is happens exactly, yeah, when she, she does the whole like, let it go. And then she like, changes her hair. I do think the callbacks with ice powers. I do think the callbacks to making fun of let it go were dumb. Like when Olaf makes fun of her walk she does during that song. And then when she's herself in the, in in the snow memory and she's like, ooh, like, I don't know why she would be embarrassed of that. Yeah, why was that? Is that that was never a meme? I think. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, Cameron, you you were interrupted. More, yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna go into all of them, but yeah, there's like that, and then there's like a point where she just goes, "Do you want to build a snowman?" And I was like, "This is the lowest point." Of this movie. Mm-hmm. Why? Why? Why do you have to do this? When does why? that happen? I don't remember. When they rebuild was- Olaf at the end. Yeah, that's what oh, it was. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, just... I think Olaf should have just, like, just been revived naturally. Mm. I mean, she, and then, of course... She can't just make... Hey, ooh, what if... Here's a conspiracy theory. She, she, she just made Olaf in the first movie. What if she just... What if Olaf did die, and she just made another one and gave it the same memories as Olaf, but it's not actually the same person? Well, if it has the same memories and personality, is it not Olaf? No. Are we our personality or are we our flesh prison prisons? I mean, Olaf isn't a person anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, real esoteric here. I mean, I mean, Olaf does border on like Kathris territory several times in this movie, and if that's a reference you don't get, look it up. Uh, <laughs> uh, on a more positive note, I guess yes. I gotta say <laughs> that water horse. The animator inside of me died when I oh, saw yeah. that horse. Would it, like, so good. Down? Oh my gosh, yeah, the, the hair. And like how the body, the, the flow of the water of the body flows different from the hair that flows different from the water that it was in and walks on. And it all still looks like water and it all still looks really good. Oh my gosh, it's so good. The fact that you can have Love a that horse. horse made out of water, underwater, and you can tell the horse from the rest of the water. Mm-hmm. I'm still not sure if I fully understand it, but it Gosh, works. Dang. And they did a good job. It's so good. It's very impressive. Just props um, to those animators. It is so well on that. Any other final thoughts, or do we want to move on to a moment of the movie? I didn't get to say my final thoughts. Okay. That's why I was asking. Go on. <laughs> okay. Well, usually we say our final thoughts and moment of the movie. I s- you're splitting it up into a different way now. I'm well, I thought we always split it up. Yeah, we always okay. split it up. Sorry, I've only been on a few of these. My bad. Um, Final thoughts? Final thoughts. Sorry, my complaining like emptied my brain. It's fine. It's like oh, okay. just recycled all of it. It's it's an amazing movie. And I have a lot of thoughts that I didn't get to talk about. So. It, it gives, talk about some of them? It gives the good feels when I watch it. Uh, no. That's fine. Okay. She rides into the sunset at the end. It's very nice. She's finally herself. She finally cuts. She finally lets it go. That's one thing I did. Uh, one of the reviews I did see is that it feels like Frozen 1 and 2 are just one big four hour long movie. Because El- Elsa mm-hmm. has like an arc that goes over both of them. Because like yeah. her, her arc is like it's, it's done with, with two. Like that's, yeah. that's the end of her arc. She finally lets her hair down. Yeah, I don't know where it goes from there. 
uh, if there needs to be a third. I don't know if they will. It ultimately there doesn't, but if they what, could do ultimately one this on good, what Jennifer Lee wants to do because she mm -hmm. uh, has very much control over what happens in these movies. She helped write it. Yeah. Oh, well, she she directed it. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, but Jennifer did she Lee help write it? Uh, but I think yeah, Jennifer yes, Lee and yeah, Chris Buck wrote it. Yeah, together. Um, she. She There's did a, more than writing? She, she's the first name listed in, under writers and under directors. I think she uh, did the first script, maybe. I don't know. Well, yeah, and all writing decisions had to be approved by her. Yeah. Right. And Chris, but whatever. Mostly her. I'm, I'm going to give her more credit than Chris because... <laughs> that's how directors it, that's work. The, the, that's the dynamic it seemed in oh, the behind-the-scenes stuff. In the behind-the-scenes, it seemed like she had a lot of charge. He seems like he's it. more of a producer. Yeah, but aside, from the, aside from the producer, there's I, also a producer. Producer, wow! I don't credit producers in these. I probably maybe I should. Maybe they're just money, though. Yeah, big bag of money. The only producer I yeah. know who has in, a lot of involvement is Jerry Bruckheimer because he Hi, liked being on set during Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, <laughs> it's true. like I think we should do this, and Gore Verbinski's like, sure. <laughs> it's like gosh dang it go away <laughs> um okay now moment of the movie uh whoever has theirs first can speak up i don't have one yet uh yeah i have mine okay go for it all right my moment of the movie is the credits and it's not for the reason you think mm. it's not just because the movie ended they are pretty uh, Panic at the Disco it's, cover of Into the Unknown? Yes, this is oh. exactly what it is. It was <laughs> It's good. Twice it's as good, good as as the uh mm -hmm. as the one that Elsa did. Ooh, that was weird. It, it makes like a blood splotch on the screen. Don't do that ever again. That's when so. I that's when I cover my webcam, but the, the green screen background stays. It's, it's just just do that. Don't use your thumb. Don't use your thumb. It makes a gross thing. Like do like yeah. I've done that several times. I don't know. Oh, I can do this. There you go. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways, yeah, that was my favorite moment was because they did a better song. How dare you disrespect Adina good... Menzel like this? Adina's good. How dare but you? The Panic of the Disco song is really good as well. It is. My moment. I'm... I have a moment. Yes. I'm gonna st I'm gonna steal one in case you take it. And it is the duet between Elsa and her mother in Atahalan. I keep forgetting. I want to do that the moment she comes in with the lullaby and you realize who it is. Is mm -hmm. Gosh, it's such a good moment. If I can't take that moment, then I guess Snipe I'll job. take um, Olaf beckoning towards the spooky tunnel. <laughs> because I really like the energy that that has. He knows what kind of movie he's, he's in. He's again, that is, as I said, I wouldn't bring it up again, but it's a little D&D energy where it's like, there's no way chaotic. out, but there's a spooky way in. Yeah, he's a guy, he's a snowman person. So, of course, that's the type of energy he's going to be bringing. It's not quite, not quite nihilistic, but it's very chaotic. Yeah. Like, he knows, he, he's, well, he kind of knows what movie he's going to be in. Like, he, has, he says some meta lines, like, I heard that an enchanted forest is a place of transformation. It's like, Olaf, not the time. 
Anyway, moving on to film information and statistics. This is written by Jennifer Lee, Chris Buck, Mark Smith, Kristen Anderson Lopez, Robert Lopez, Allison Schroeder, and inspired vaguely by Hans Christian Anderson's The Snow Queen. Are you kidding me? Five writers? Is that what it was? Yeah, animated movies. Well, two two of them are the Lopez... Uh, songwriters husband and wife the songwriters who are amazing by the way okay credits, just yeah. the songwriters okay they, they are, are incredible they're like the they're sherman Gershwin's. brothers except they get along with each other wow my reference sherman dated your reference whatever i said gershwin you because they're a couple no, never mind well, disney sherman brothers anyway uh, it was directed by Jennifer Lee and Chris Buck. It was released November 22nd, 2019. Runtime, one hour, 43 minutes. Short and sweet. IMDb score of 6.9 out of 10. They really don't like giving things above They're a 7. They're wrong. That's <laughs> weird. This is a musical, but... Yeah, I it's feel like it should It's a Disney animated musical. Yeah, IMDb, IMDb scoring is weird. Um, What's Frozen 1? It's I don't want to know. I don't care. Okay. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, uh, 77% critics, 92% audience. Take that for what it's worth. Um, it, um, Bechdel test, it obviously passes. Like, Sorry. I was freaking out pass. about something else. Um, can I, it, it does pass the Bechdel test. Oh, yeah. So I, I just saw something online. Okay. Um, yeah. When, when young Agnar is talking to the, the young mother and he's like obviously they did some growing up together as children he yes. says he's reading the a new danish author oh is if that it's Hans in christian the... anderson it is oh my gosh he wrote snow queen it's a reference well the way he wrote snow queen was not the way it's written in this and the way he no. wrote everything was die in it creepy well yeah they were She's like 14 in it. Century, Hans uh, Christian Andersen liked talk. Hans liked writing about little girls. Well, I'm just gonna leave. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, he did. Okay. You remember that movie where he was played by Daddy K? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> also, oh, does anyone who listened to this know who Danny K is? Anyway, um, just us. Just us. Um, uh, now it's time to spin the wheel. This week's wheel was submitted by email by Grinian. It's the Mickey Mouse and Friends collection. Oh, wait, no, it's not time yet. First, it's time to rank the film. Yeah, let's rank it. I actually, I usually rank it before. Let me just quick put it down there. Frozen two. <clears throat> okay. Um, we usually do that before uh, we do statistics because I don't want us to be warped by the rotten tomato scores and stuff but love that up well i we we agree that they're wrong yeah now i know sarah wants to put it at number one i know uh cameron probably doesn't yep do i want to put it at number one i i'm i'm the swing vote here well, Cameron, what number? Let's, what number, let's see what number. What number, Cameron? Yeah. I want to put it at five, just below Gardens of the Galaxy. Gardens of the Galaxy, really? Yeah. As far as rewatchability goes, I would watch Frozen Two again today. I wouldn't watch Guardians of the Galaxy. I probably wouldn't watch Muppets again. 
It's good, but not that good. Empire Strikes Back, Dead Man's Chest. I kind of, I think I agree with number one, actually. Outvoted! I think I do, just based on like which movie would I rather rewatch. And Dead Man's Chest is good, but Dead Man's Chest is kind of long. <laughs> Cameron, you just need to watch it eight more times, and then you'll agree with and me. Yes, I'm sorry, Star Wars fans. I am also saying it's better than Empire Strikes Back. I don't care. Empire, Empire Strikes Sh Back is not the best Star Wars movie. There, I said it. I don't know which one. I oh, no, Rogue One. Rogue One's the best for me. Mm -hmm. And That's it's, it's kind of biased because we're siblings, but, you know, that's just the way it goes. Hey, it's, uh, yeah, you, you, get, you get to have a swing vote in your favor because it's your last episode. Um, and also, since your last, it's your last episode, you can go ahead and spin the wheel. Again, submit, Granny submitted it. That's the uh, Mickey Mouse and Friends wheel. Okay, hold on. I need some help with this one. Ready, ready? bud? Oh my gosh. Yeah, Bayek is going to spin the wheel. Bayek of Siwa, Medjay, Protector of Egypt. Spin Here he goes. Whoa, yeet. Yeah, yeet. There you go, bud. So it is. Cat, you're in the way. Pluto, lend a paw from from 1941. Sounds like a short. It does. Let me look it up. From the wire, yes. Yeah, I'll look it up. Add it to my watch list real quick. Pluto, lend a paw. Oh my. Gosh, we yeah. I, this this episode is gonna need some. Wait, oh no, we we had like fifteen minutes at the beginning before we started. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's fine because I was like, oh my god, someone gosh, was six, late. It's six thirty. We've been going for two and a half hours. No, we've we 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 we're not even at the two hour mark yet. Um, oh I really. Gosh, tried did they add another today. fantastic? They added the other Fantastic Four movie. That's besides the point. The, the one with one uh, the Jessica one? Alba. The old one. Yeah, the one with. Jessica That's... Alba and Chris Evans before he was Captain America. Ooh, that one's a good one. Pluto well, Lend. Fantastic movie. <laughs> the bar is pretty low. Yeah. <laughs> Katie. Okay, we got Pluto Lend a Paw. Uh, it, it only shows up under Lend a Paw, not Pluto Lend a Paw. Okay. So is it called Pluto Lend a Paw or just Lend a Paw? It's just called Lend a Paw, uh, but it's part of the Pluto series of shorts. Eight minutes long. Okay, so we're looking for another shorter episode. I, I, I'm okay with that. I need a shorter episode because these take so yeah. long to edit and upload. This is this. We knew this would be a long one, especially with me on it. Yeah, this is this is what I wanted when I did Mickey and Friends as the next wheel was. Yeah. Something short. Uh, someone just uh, please submit a Tron wheel because I want to talk about anything Tron. Yes. Oh my gosh, please. Original Legacy Uprising. Tron. I've, I've, been, I've been watching Uprising. It's really good. Um, I haven't seen that. Um, you should. It's good. Uh, but speaking of, it is, yeah, we're going to watch, we're going to watch Linda Paw next time. Uh, Fun. I've had it, everybody. Time to uh, select the next wheel to spin. I'll go ahead and share my screen for that. Mickey Mouse and Friends is already gone. Okay. So uh, new wheels that were added. Um, I don't know if I mentioned it last time, but Boris uh, submitted throwbacks. Dallin submitted uh, Hugh Jackman wheel. Luke submitted a <gasps> Kenny Ortega wheel, which is going to be a nightmare. And Isa, 
uh, submitted a wheel that was my personal watch list, which thank you. I get to basically choose what's on the wheel if we get that one. Uh, but we've still got a lot of we've still got a lot of the upper ones that we haven't gotten through yet. Um, I mean, Marvel would be a timely one to do. Do we want to do Marvel? I mean, the the likelihood of getting there's a uh, lot. There's a there's lot a lot to choose from. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Darth Vader collection could get us Rogue One. <laughs> I don't know if we want to do Star Wars. What are you? Uh, what are your thoughts, Cameron? I really want to do the Hugh Jackman one. We should save it though. <laughs> I, I I looked at the Hugh Jackman one. It has Greatest Showman, which I don't want to watch again. Um, it's got uh, X Men and X Men: Days of Future Past. Oh really? Oh, no. That's it. Yeah, three movies. Okay. Uh... I mean, I do have a lot of fresh hot takes on Greatest Showman if you want to do Hugh Jackman. I don't know if we want to, though. Um, let's hmm. do I. Hmm. And if you can't choose, maybe roll for it. Oh, you want, you want to do want to do random? Okay, let's yeah, let's do I mean, there's deal. almost 20. You could do it. You could do a D20. I'm not going to do a D20. I'm just going to, I'm going to just do a, do a, a random thing picker. I'm gonna, no, I don't use random thing picker. I use physical wheels. We oh all my know gosh, this. my cat's behind me. Uh, okay, I'm going to pick a random one. Mini Yeet. Kenny Ortega. Ah. <laughs> yes. Gosh, dang it. All right, Sometimes well. you get what you deserve. Okay, so next. Uh, thank you, Luke. Next time we will be yeah, watching thanks, Linda Paw. Thanks, Luke. Next time we will be watching Linda Paw, and we will be spinning the Kenny Ortega <laughs> wheel. For those of you at home who don't know, Kenny Ortega is the one responsible for all of the Disney Channel original movie musicals, most of them at least, like Descendants and High School Musical. And I don't know if he's the songwriter or the director or what, but all I know is that he is at fault. Yes, I don't, I don't the know one- if he's a songwriter. I think he might be. And don't we also have a wheel that's the High School Musical collection? We do. We yeah, do. and Disney Channel original movies. Oh my gosh, we still have that. <laughs> yeah. And we have a sitcom one too. Yeah, we just do. basically just more Disney been, Channel. Uh, so apologies to make mine amalgam on Twitter. I've been meaning to do another one of your wheels that you submitted, but uh, I don't want to watch another '90s movie, and I've been having trouble putting together a sitcom wheel because it's not a search term that Disney Plus really likes. But mm. I'll I'll figure something out. I'll figure something out for it when we get to it. Um, yeah, Kenny Ortega. Thrilling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I remember uh, uh, Luke, um, friend of the show, kind of. Um, yeah. uh, he actually submitted, he submitted this. He submitted this wheel over a Discord call, um, <laughs> and had to explain to me who Kenny Ortega was. And huge fan of the Descendants, so I really hope that's what you guys get. Hey, hey, that'll get. Apparently, uh, a grown adult can watch it and enjoy it. So, it, that's that's enough of a reference for me to be like, you got this, guys. There's a family. Yeah, they were making references to it on the Dragon Talk podcast about some people legitimately liked it. Why? Anyway, um, thank you all so much for listening. This is the ASMR portion of the show. Uh, <laughs> if you like the show, please review us on iTunes or whatever Frozen. you used to listen to and share it with your friends. You can send your reviews or comments to where streams come true at gmail.com. At 
studio 76 wsct on twitter we're not on facebook the devil's platform um <laughs> not really we're not on instagram <laughs> uh studio 76 is on instagram you can bug them there um we're also on youtube at studio 76's uh, youtube page um and uh where streams gmail.com i think i said that before i said it again uh you can send you can submit a wheel such a category or search show on disney plus we send in your review we will read it on the show or you can submit a recording to anchor.fm forward slash where streams come true if you've got a good mic if you don't no guarantee we're gonna use it and let me tell you i i i've, I've grown to appreciate good mics after proctoring mm-hmm. online testing where it sounds like a portal to 8-bit hell is being opened up in every person's living room. Oh, boy. Um, keep that in mind. Is this my, my first podcast with my new mic? Or did I? I, I think one. I did Pirates. You I did, did Pirates, Pirates with it. my new yep. mic. Also, yeah, uh, Pirates uh, uh, is our shot up to our must-listened episode, um, which Yay. previously the our first episode <laughs> had the uh, title of Well, my- actually, your friend the Rat had a lot of views, too. Your friend the rat had a lot of views for some reason, but pirates just like overnight just went like boom, which might wow. be an influx of viewers uh, from the My Disney Brain podcast. If that is the case, welcome. Hello. I hope uh, I hope you like it here. Um, and again, <laughs> shout out to My Disney couch. Brain. It's a great podcast, and they're they're still playing putting out episodes. And unlike us, they do different topics every week, and they have guests on, which is like I'm. Kind of, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, but they get like travel agents and stuff, like important people. <laughs> I just hey, get whoever's what? at Weber. Um, that's and sometimes Andrea. I gotta get her back on. Anyway, that's all oh, for yeah. today. Oh, yeah. Bye. For the Kenny Ortega one. Bye. <laughs>